Hi there. I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. Last time we came to this word in our text, foreknew. This is Romans 8, verse 29. It begins, For those whom God foreknew, God also predestined. We established that the word foreknew carries with it the meaning of knowledge and knowing beforehand, a pre-knowledge. We might say foreknowledge is knowing before. And we can define foreknowledge as awareness of something before it happens or exists. And the context means this word is connected to God. God is the one with foreknowledge. God foreknew. We are going to come to the Greek text soon, defining the word foreknew. But first, we have taken this step back so that we can speak in a more general way about the knowledge of God. God is all-knowing. That is what we call His omniscience. God knows all things actual and possible, whether past, present, or future. God is omniscient. We uncovered this in certain scriptures, and by following the insights of Pastor Arthur W. Pink, and just as we ended, we came to this definition of God's knowledge by theologian Louis Burkhoff. Burkhoff, in his Systematic Theology, says, quote, The knowledge of God may be defined as that perfection of God, whereby he, in an entirely unique manner, knows himself and all things possible and actual in one eternal and most simple act. Let me pull this apart briefly. The knowledge of God may be defined as that perfection of God. Notice that word perfection. Whenever we talk about God, we speak of perfection. God is perfect. So his knowledge is perfect. This surely differs from our knowledge. We never know perfectly. We only know imperfectly. Our knowledge is faulty and incomplete. We may think we know someone or something perfectly, but there is always a measure of not really knowing in our knowing. And not so with him. God's knowledge is perfect knowledge. Second, Burkhoff says, The knowledge of God may be defined as that perfection of God, whereby he, in an entirely unique manner, knows himself. I love this. God, in an entirely unique manner, knows. Where do we get our knowledge from? We always gain knowledge from without. But God has perfect knowledge from within himself. He is unique from us in this regard. Are you a lifelong learner? I hope so. If so, then you are always on the prowl to gain wisdom and understanding on a plethora of topics. I enjoy learning. Recently, I have been reading more about astronomy, not astrology, but astronomy, 
and some geology in part for a sermon I am working on related to God the Creator. There is much I do not know about these sciences. I lack knowledge. Therefore, I have to consult sources outside of myself. To the bookshelf I go. To the online resources I visit. To the library I attend. I obtain knowledge about the sun, the moon, and the stars, and about rocks from without. Not so with the Lord. He knows about everything from within himself. In fact, Burkhoff adds, God knows himself. We do not even really know ourselves. Some do more than others. For example, I am amazed by the people I meet who have absolutely no self-awareness. They do not even realize how they are acting, let alone do they have the ability to analyze why they act the way they do. And this is on a scale. So you may have more self-awareness than your husband or wife or children or a friend, even a stranger. But you are not completely, totally, absolutely self-aware. Nor am I. None of us have total conscious knowledge of our own character and feelings. But the Lord God does have that within himself. He knows himself. Let me quote something else from Dr. Burkhoff that supports what I've just said. His knowledge is not like ours obtained from without. It is a knowledge that is characterized by absolute perfection. As such, it is intuitive. It is innate and immediate and does not result from observation or from a process of reasoning. You see, there is a vast difference between our knowledge and the knowledge of God. God is not going to the bookshelf. God is not searching online. And God never needs to set foot in the local library. God just knows he knows himself and he knows everyone and everything from within himself. And continues the beloved theologian, He, God, in an entirely unique manner knows himself and all things possible and actual in one eternal and most simple act. We are taking this definition of the knowledge of God in parts, and now we come to this. God knows all things possible and actual. Wow! He knows all things that, from our perspective, might happen. And he knows all things that do happen. Well, hold on to this, because we will talk more about this aspect of God's knowledge when we get to the Greek word for foreknowledge. It is the very end of this definition that I want to emphasize. God knows in one eternal and most simple act. Double wow. Imagine this. And not even as long as it takes to blink an eye. Our God knows all. In one eternal and most simple act, God knows he has all wisdom and all understanding for always and forever. Just one more quote from Louis Burkhoff. 
being perfect, God's knowledge is also simultaneous and not successive, so that he sees things at once in their totality and not piecemeal one after another. Furthermore, his knowledge is complete and fully conscious. God knows in one eternal and most simple act, simultaneous, at once, in totality, complete, fully. I do not know about you, but this is too wonderful for me. Psalm 139, verses 1 through 6. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You understand my thought from afar. You scrutinize my path and my lying down and are intimately acquainted with all my ways. Even before there is a word on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all. You have enclosed me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is too high. I cannot attain to it. To which we say, Amen, right? Wrapping our finite minds around this infinite truth is hard to do. And so, like the psalmist, we say, Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is too high. I cannot attain to it. Friends, God is all-knowing, and this is a taste of how his knowledge works. I submit this definition and the explanation of it to you as a way for us to begin to comprehend the knowledge of God as we come to define this word for new in Romans chapter 8, verse 29. As we stepped back to grasp our definition of God's knowledge in general, let's now step forward into the Greek word specifically. Our English text reads, God for new. And the Greek word for foreknowledge is prognosko. If you would like a spelling, jot this down. P-R-O-G-I-N-O-S-K-O. Prognosko. This is where we get our word foreknow or foreknowledge from. And this word is used only seven times in the New Testament in its verb and noun forms. Prog. Inosko. My intention is to show you this word in this text, Romans 8.29, and in the other texts so that we have a clear understanding of what God is saying to us. I will try to avoid getting too technical. I am aware that not all of you enjoy word studies, and yet they are unavoidable in securing the true meaning of what the Lord has to convey to our feeble and often distracted minds. And so, stick with me through the middle part of this week as we explore this word in the original language. Then, sneak preview, we will visit again with Jesus Christ to talk about his foreknowledge. We will be going into the gospel according to John for that. Tomorrow, we will see this word in our other New Testament texts. But as we near the end, what will be a good way for us to respond to what we have just learned? I think one way is to acknowledge the wonder and majesty of God. He is far away and beyond us. He is so different from us. His knowledge is too wonderful for us. 
and yet, and yet he has descended to us in the person of Christ Jesus our Lord, and he has made himself known to us through his written word. The word incarnate, the word written, even though our knowledge is unlike his knowledge, and even though our knowledge is limited and imperfect, still, we know God. Think on this and join us again tomorrow because God is. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org That's Mark at GodIsMinistry.org Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.